Welcome to Abide's Kids Bedtime Stories. I'm Tyler Boss. Today's story is brought to you by our partners at Life Audio. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Head over to lifeaudio.com now. Remember, you can have full access to all our meditations commercial-free. Just text ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off. All right, it's time to settle into bed and drift off to sleep with this bedtime story. Well, howdy, partner. Welcome to my campfire. I am Samuel Merriweather Bondu, but my, my friends call me Cowboy Sam. But you, you being my friend, you can call me Cowboy Sam, too. I am a real, honest-to-goodness cowboy, taking care of cattle and, and moving them across the country. Now, I'm, I'm not like cowboys you see in the movies, eh? And fellas that go around getting in fights and hanging around in saloons. I don't like fighting. And there ain't nothing I want in a saloon. I, I travel around on my horse, Parker, with my, my good buddy, Winston. Say hello, Winston. And at night, I like to settle myself down by, by sitting by my fire, eating a bit of beef jerky and, and reading my Bible. See, I believe the Bible is God's holy word. It's how he speaks to us, tells us what we need to know. And everything we need to know is in the Bible. Well, I don't mean we go to the Bible with complex questions for things that don't really matter so much. <laughs> Some people like to ask questions like, uh, like, Oh, if God is all-powerful, can he make a rock so big that he can't lift it? <laughs> and then they go to thinking they're all clever. It's, it's a foolish question. And you won't find an answer in the Bible because God doesn't waste his time with foolishness. And neither should we. I'll tell you one thing God did spend time on, and that's the beauty of this here planet. My goodness, I have seen some beautiful parts of these here United States and even a, a few places in other parts of the world. There's all kind of places that I can see God's handiwork. I, I, I remember a song from when I was a yonker. Uh, a yonker is just a you know little kid. Anyway, there was a song that we sung in church a lot for a while. It started off, uh, said, uh, in, his, in, in the stars, his handiwork I see. On the winds, he speaks with majesty. He ruleth over land and sea. Ah, that's some pretty nice imagery. Uh, right now, it's dark out, and I can't see nothing too far from my fire. But I know there are mountains yonder and a river over that way. They look awfully nice in the daytime. I, I tell you what, friend. Let me say a quick prayer here. And then I'll tell you what I've been thinking about as I read the Bible tonight. How's that sound? 
I, you, you go ahead, make yourself comfortable. It's a-okay if you fall asleep when I'm talking. <laughs> People do it all the time. Just get your, your pillow all set the way you like it. Snub, snuggle up there in your blankets. If you, if you keep a, a stuffed critter, hold them close. Uh, now, now, close your eyes while I pray. There you go. Heavenly Father, I sure do love coming to you in prayer. And even though I can't see you, I know you're there. I know you hear me. And I know you delight in, in answering our prayers. Be with my little buddy here. Let them get a good night of sleep and, and be ready for whatever is coming their way tomorrow. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Regarding the, the beauty of God's creation, I was just thinking, it don't stop with the planet Earth. And I, I don't, don't open your eyes or nothing. But, but just think of the stars outside. Use your imagination. Now, if you live in a city, it's sometimes harder to see the stars. But, well, you've probably seen them in some movies or, or television shows. Now, just imagine those stars and get in your head that the real ones are even more beautiful. Now, if you live in the countryside, you know what I'm talking about. The stars make pictures in the sky. And on really rare occasions, you can see the aurora borealis, or what we usually call the northern lights. I've only seen them twice in all my time, and only when I was way up north. It was unbelievable. Swirls of light floated around the sky in all kinds of colors, mostly a, a gentle green. Sometimes it would flare up white. It, it almost gave the impression that some was, someone was, was smiling at us. Oh, that's beauty that only God can create. Oh, sure, some joker with a computer can make something that looks like it. But let's face it, without God putting those lights in the sky, we couldn't come up with something as perfect as that. Not in a million years. Well, maybe you haven't seen the northern lights, but, well, I bet you've seen the moon. Have you ever taken the time to really look at it? Uh, we know that there are craters and, and hills, maybe in, even some mountains on it. But did you ever take the time to really look at it? You can see all of that without a telescope. It's pretty cool. Now, you, you don't need to open your eyes. Just, just imagine it. More than 50 years ago, we were able to send astronauts to the moon. Uh, they collected a whole bunch of rocks and, and looked around at things. They, they learned a lot about the place. There has been a long-believed myth that there is one thing, one man-made thing that can be seen from the moon. For a long time, people believed you could see 
the Great Wall of China. Well, that's been disproven a bunch of times now. Well, still, it brings up an interesting thought about, about the, the things that, that man makes and the things that God makes. Since the early days, man has built things that have been impressive. For 2,000 years after Adam and Eve left the Garden of Eden, mankind flourished. We have no idea what kind of society they had or how advanced they were. Then, God told Noah to build the ark because he was sending the flood. Uh, Almost every bit of what came before Noah was washed away by the flood. Now, I'm not saying they had cars and airplanes. I honestly don't know. But but in 2,000 years, you could come up with a lot of stuff. Anyway, everything reset after Noah and his family. And all those critters came walking off the ark. Uh, Pretty early on, they they started building stuff. Uh, Only a couple of generations after Noah, they they started building the, the Tower of Babel in the land of Shinar. That's where Babylon would be later, in what is modern-day Iraq. I say they started building it because God confused their languages, and people broke off and went their separate ways, which is what God commanded them to do in the first place. (laughs) At their tower, it never got done, and we don't even see where it was anymore. When God is in charge which he was with Noah. Just a few people were able to build a ship big enough for his family and all the kinds of animals. Now, when you disobey God, you got lots of dust and sand. don't, Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that people hadn't made some pretty amazing things. In fact, I bet you heard the term the, the seven wonders of the ancient world or, or, or seven wonders of the world is the same thing. These are things that people made a long time ago that were mighty impressive. I was surprised to find out that the Great Ball of China was not one of their uh, the original wonders. Uh, they update the list and it's on it now, but it, it hadn't always been. So, The wonders from the ancient world include uh, the Great Pyramid of Giza, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, the Temple of Artemis, the Statue of Zeus at Olympia, the the Mausoleum at Halicarnassus, the Colossus of Rhodes, and, uh, and the Lighthouse of Alexandria. Now, These are some pretty impressive structures that men built long before they had the kind of machines we have now. Uh, You gotta believe there were some smart fellas who put these things together. Yeah, I'd love to describe them for you, but there's only one of them that still exists, and that's that's the Great Pyramid of Giza. It's hard to be exact, but they estimate it was built about 2,600 years before Jesus walked this here earth. Uh, that's quite a while ago. Even older than me. <laughs> the, the, the wonders are partly or mostly gone. 
the Colossus of Rhodes, a, a statue garden of Port City of Rhodes, Greece, it mostly collapsed in an earthquake two centuries before Jesus. And, and the Lighthouse of Alexandria in Egypt, it lasted until a couple of earthquakes made it unsafe. In its time, though, it lasted almost 1,000 years, and it was the tallest man-made structure on the planet that we know of. The Hanging Gardens of Babylon, they were said to be very impressive. They weren't gardens that were hanging in the air, but gardens that went up a series of steps higher and higher. Uh, none of them exist anymore, so we don't know exactly what they look like. But, well, some folks have painted pictures of what they thought it was. Uh, we know that while Daniel and his friends were in Babylon, they helped the nation prosper. And they held high positions in the government. Uh, we also know from reading the Bible that while Daniel was still there, Babylon fell to the Medes and the Persians. For some reason, nothing of the gardens exists anymore. Except for that one pyramid, all those wonders are gone. They may have lasted for centuries, but well, they're gone now. Let me, let me, let me share a, a verse from the book of Romans. It's from chapter 1, verse 20. It, it says, uh, Ever since the world was created, it has been possible to see the qualities of God that are not seen. I'm talking about His eternal power and about the fact that He is God. Those things can be seen in what He has made so people have no excuse for what they do. That there was written by the Apostle Paul, a guy who knew what he was talking about. Plus, God inspired him to write what he did. Paul knew that God created the world. And he is saying that it's clear God exists because what he made is so good. In, in a way, he's saying that we are denying everything we see when we sin against God. We got no excuse. Now, I, I talked some about what man has created. Now, let's take a walk through some of what God has created. And maybe you've been to some of these places, or, or maybe you just heard of them. Just, just imagine them in your mind while I tell you about them. Uh, you, you probably heard of Niagara Falls or, or seen it on TV or in the movies. Well, unless you've been there and actually see the mighty falls, you don't really have an idea about how big they are or how powerful that waterfall is. It is truly a thing of beauty. Uh, they, there are other waterfalls around the world that are pretty impressive, too. It, Victoria Falls on the Zambezi River in Africa. Who is mighty powerful? And the uh, Iguazu Falls in South America is an awesome an awesomely delightful waterfall that runs between Argentina and, and Brazil. It runs about a mile and a half in a horseshoe shape. And it moves so much water that you can see the mist for miles. 
This is the kind of art that God makes. Someone once said that art is holding a mirror up to nature. Well, God doesn't hold a mirror up. He creates it. And the Bible says when he was finished, he saw that it was good. Well, I I bet you know what the Grand Canyon is. it's, It's more than a big hole in the ground. Down in Arizona, it's one of the finest displays of God's handiwork on the planet, at least in my humble opinion. When you stand on the edge, you can pick any edge that you want. They're all mighty impressive. You see for miles all around the rock layers that make up the walls. You can't help but marvel at the skills of the one who made it. That's God. There ain't enough bulldozers and dump trucks and diggers and and cranes in the whole world for mankind to make anything like that. But for God, (laughs) that's not even a worry. The Bible tells us that he spoke and the whole universe was created. Making wonderful things on earth like that old Grand Canyon is not a problem for God at all. Have you ever stood on a mountaintop and looked out over the land in front of you and thought, wow, that's amazing. It is amazing. Mountains are wonderful. I like to go hiking when I have some time off between cattle drives. The Rocky Mountains that run from Colorado all the way north into Canada... They're some of the most awesome sights I have ever seen. And the Ozarks down south, they're terrific too. The the Blue Ridge and the the Smokies are glorious as well. Do do you get the picture that I love mountains? (laughs) I really do. When they figure out a way to drive cattle over the top of a mountain, I'll do it. A few years back, I took some time off of moving these beef critters, and I went with a buddy of mine to Europe, Germany, and Australia, and Switzerland. Guess what we did there? We looked at the mountains, and then we even hiked up a couple of them. One day, we went to the top of a smaller mountain in the Austrian Alps in an area with beautiful green valleys. It was so perfect, I felt like I was walking alongside God. The air was clean, and and the view was perfect. Down below, I could see dozens of smaller villages and towns, clear blue lakes. They looked like toys on a tabletop. I was was so high above them that it just looked unreal. I thought, Maybe that's the way God sees us. And then I realized God is closer to us than that. He does walk alongside us. He knows what we're going through because he's there. I just remember being so grateful that all I could say was, How great thou art. Now, that's the name of a great hymn, one of my favorites. It it starts out with with the words, O Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder 
consider all the worlds thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder. Thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee, how great thou art. <laughs> I know I'm not much of a singer, but sometimes I just can't help myself. <laughs> you know, the writer is saying, God, I look around. And I see how incredible the things you've made are, and, and I just can't help but singing about it, about how great you are. Hey, sure, human beings have made some pretty cool stuff, but, but if you want to see even more amazing things, you need to check out God's handiwork. Uh, the mountains, the oceans, lakes and rivers, even the, the canyons are sights to behold. Some of them even take your breath away. They're so spectacular. And, and when you really get right down to it, we don't need to look any further than the human body to see God's amazing workmanship. Uh, the way our, our eyes and ears and, and brain works is not something we have ever been able to, to duplicate ourselves. Folks can say what they want about, you know, artificial intelligence, but only God can give life. Only God can give that spark that makes a human being come to life. Ah, that's pretty special. But that's the God who created us, and he's made each of us special too. You are the only you that has ever been and ever will be. And with God's help, we can be the best us we can be. I, I hope that makes sense to you. All right, partner. How's about I say a prayer and let you go to sleep? Sunrise comes early in these parts, and uh, I want you to get your rest, okay? Heavenly Father, I thank you for my little buddy here, and I thank you for the, the friendly company they give me here at my fire. Having friends is good, and I'm so glad that they spend this time with me, Lord. I thank you for the beauty of your creation, the mountains, and the lakes, the rivers, and the canyons. They all tell us about you. I can't wait to see what you've been putting together for us in heaven for the last 2,000 years. Uh, give my friend here a good night of sleep and get him prepared for tomorrow. In Jesus' name. All right, partner. Get a rest. And I'll see you soon. And remember, you're always welcome at my fire.